Welcome to the Soul Shifts Podcast. I'm Amy and I'm a mindset coach for women who want to step out of autopilot and into alignment as they create a life they love. This podcast will help you manifest your dreams, align your beliefs and feel completely unstoppable. It's time to unlock your own soul shifts, lovely. So let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Shifts podcast. (sighs) I am recording this. It's Sunday morning, just it's half 11 and I've had such a lovely morning routine and I thought I would come and share the habits that I am cultivating and working on and committing to this summer. Um, If you are anything like me, you have probably seen so many, um, so much information about like how to have your hot girl summer and how to, you know, be your best self this summer and, and all of the things. And whilst I'm partly there for it, I also think the messaging around that is not it's not for me it's not I'm not like about that hot girl summer but I am about that higher self summer and as Victoria from the Manifestation Collective um said she's having a happy soul summer so that's the kind of more spiritual compassionate loving vibe that I'm going for and over the past couple of weeks I've really been sort of digging into what I want to be focusing on this summer. Um, I'm still at work, but over the next few weeks, we're kind of like slowing down a bit. We've finished teaching, so we're kind of winding down in preparation for the summer, but we're also planning ahead for next year. But it's just more of a chilled, relaxed vibe. And because of that, I've got this space to kind of really commit to myself and commit to my own growth, my own expansion. And yeah, that's really exciting. And then I've got four, I think it's four or five weeks off work over the summer. I I can't remember. It's end of July, beginning of August, that kind of time. Um, And we've got a lot going on. Like we've got a lot of weekends booked out. We've got a lot of things happening all over the place. You know, we aren't actually going away. but I feel because we've had two years where we've really not been able to do many family things, this summer seems to be like everything packed into one. We've got two or three family um, weekends planned with like not just my my um, close family, but like the extended family. We've got a wedding to go to. We've got various things planned, which is really, really fun. But with that comes um, a lot of pressure and a lot of busyness. And I'm really wanting to lean into that balance. I don't want to just be like on the go, busy, busy, busy all the time. And so as I'm thinking about, okay, well, we've got these weekends planned or we've got various things, we've got people visiting, how can I really also create that space and time for myself over the summer? I don't want it to just go with a flash and me kind of lose out on that time that I've got over the summer. So um, I've kind of been leaning into what do I want to be focusing on? What do I want to commit to? What do I want to devote myself to? And what habits do I want to cultivate whilst I've got this space and this time and this freedom to do so? And my intention with this is that I create these habits. Now, some of them ha- some of the habits I've already created, um, but I'm just wanting to devote myself to even more. Some of them are new habits um, or newer habits, or I'm just sort of changing them up a little bit. But my intention with this is that I 
kind of commit to them and devote myself to them and cultivate these habits over the summer so that when I'm back in work and things get busy again in September, you know, the back to school vibes, um, I've already got these habits in place so I can go into the new school year, the new academic year with that, um, those habits carved out for me because I think in the past few years going back into the teaching um every September I go and I'm like raring to go and you know nothing can stop me kind of feel and then by October November I'm feeling really burnt out really stressed really overwhelmed and everything kind of falls to the wayside you know all of the habits, all of the self-care kind of all gets neglected a little bit and that's obviously why I'm then burning out and overwhelmed but that's also because I'm not prioritising that time over the summer to really allow myself that true deep rest and relaxation and that time for growth and expansion. I kind of just like hit the road running over summer because you know we've got all of the things to do and this year it's just I'm going in with a totally different mindset. So let's get into the episode. So I've picked out six higher self habits that I'm committing to and commoting, committing to devoting and cultivating over this summer. So let's start with the first one. And the reason this, these are in no particular order. This isn't like a, um, this is the most important, they're all to me equally important. Um, this is just the order in which I wrote them down. And also um, a little, um, I suppose, disclaimer before we go, this is not me saying these are the six habits that you need to do. These are just me sharing what I'm committing to and helping you maybe kind of feel into what feels good for you and come up with your own habits. Maybe you will use some of my habits, maybe you'll choose some different habits. Um, it's not really a like you need to do these six things it's not that at all this is just what I know will make me feel good and that actually brings us on to the first point that I wanted to make is when I'm thinking about what habits that I want to commit to over the summer this isn't from a place of should this is from a place of you know what this really makes me feel good this helps me put myself first this makes me feel more powerful this makes me feel happier this makes me feel healthier whatever it is this is it's from a place of this makes me feel better in whatever area so that's why I'm committing to it not a place of oh I really should be doing this more or I really need to do this more often okay so that's just another little little piece there before we dive into it so without further ado let's dive into the higher self habits so number one is movement now I've had <laughs> a love-hate relationship with exercise um if you listen to one of my previous episodes I think I don't know what episode number it was about limiting beliefs and um, one of my big limiting beliefs that I've released recently was that it wasn't safe to move my body and so because of this, I have had this love-hate relationship with exercise and with movement. Um, okay, so that episode was episode 55, how to break through your limiting decisions that are holding you back. So if you want to know more about my journey with exercise, go and listen to that episode. I'm not diving into that really today. But I have had a bit of a love-hate relationship with exercise. And this isn't like I've just woken up one morning and I'm like, I'm going to commit to movement and exercise over the next few weeks. This has been something that I've been building up to for the past four to six months, maybe. Um, 
starting with healing this belief, healing this decision and moving through that and then really kind of having to psych myself up and build myself up to doing it, you know. I, I'm very lackadaisical, is that the word? Um, with movement and exercise. It's like one week I'll be really, really good and I'll be going for walks like four or five times a week and then I'll have two weeks where I literally barely leave the house unless I'm going to work. So it's very up and down, but every time I, I move in my body, it feels so good and um, more and more I'm... I'm enjoying it more and more and um, when I am doing it I'm feeling better afterwards you know I do have a history of chronic fatigue, ME, PCOS so there is that sort of niggle which, which links into that limiting belief of it's not safe to move my body there is that niggle in the back of my mind that is this gonna cause a flare is this gonna cause me pain is this gonna cause fatigue whatever it is so but more and more I'm doing it and noticing that that's not necessarily the case because I am tuned into my body I understand my triggers, I understand, I just have a higher sense of awareness of what I can and can't deal with and what my limits are and I'm leaning more into that self-trust of, you know what, I can trust myself to not push myself over the limits and that's something that I really struggled with is I wouldn't trust myself to stop when I needed to because there were so many times that I didn't stop and I would end up in a huge flare whereas now I'm, you know, 11 years since getting glandular fever when, when the chronic fatigue really started, I can trust my body, I do understand my triggers, I do understand my limits and I can trust that I I know them and I can stop before it gets to that point. So going back to the habit that I'm cultivating this summer, um, what I've decided or what I'm committing to, um, maybe I'll have to do a follow-up episode at the end of the summer to let you know how I've got on with all of these habits, um, but I'm committing to two workouts a week plus some walks. So up to now I was kind of just doing the walking and I've kind of dipped in and out of doing like workouts. You know, I started doing Pilates a few weeks ago, didn't really stick to that. I think I went maybe three times. Um, actually, I don't even think I went three times. I think I went twice over the course of like six weeks and, and then I've never been back um, because it's only on once a week at a very specific time. And I quite often can't make that time. So sometimes it's an excuse and sometimes it's because I genuinely can't make that time. Um, so I've tried Pilates and I enjoyed it, but it's also, I don't know, like it just didn't really light me up. I was like, um, I'm not really that bothered about this. Um, I enjoy going for walks, but I don't feel like for me that's enough. Like I, I enjoy the walks, but I enjoy doing like a class. And when I really dove into what is the exercise that I really enjoy doing, um, I went back to when I was 19. And when I was 19, I was doing like body pump, body combat. I was going regularly three or four times a week to my local gym and they put on these group exercise classes which were the Les Mills ones. And it was like body pump, body combat. Um, I think there was a steps class. There was like a Zumba class. And that's what I really, really enjoyed. Can I find anything like that local to me now? No. So that's what was holding me back because I couldn't find anything local that I really enjoyed that had like the range of classes that I wanted to do, the type of classes that I wanted to do um, at the times and the, the days that I were actually available to do them. Um, so that was that was a big physical, li actual literal thing that was holding me back in terms of doing the workouts. So I then thought, okay, well, if I can't go somewhere, I could do it at home. Um, and a quick YouTube search found 
Les Mills on demand, which I don't know how I've never found this before. Um, I haven't signed up to it or anything, but I found like they have a 30 minute body pump or full body workout on YouTube. Um, so I'm, I'm starting with that. And then if it goes well, and if I'm enjoying it, then obviously I can sign up to their subscription, which is drastically cheaper than a gym membership, I will say as well. So that's where I'm committing to in terms of movement, two workouts a week, which will be at the moment that Les Mills Body Pump 30 minute workout. The also thing that, the, the other thing that I really love about that is that because it's at home, I feel like I can stop and start as and when I need to, if I want to pause it, if I want to skip a workout, you know, like things like lunges, I can't do lunges because of my knee. There are other exercises that I really struggle with because of physical injuries that I've had. If I'm at home, I just find it much easier to just be able to skip, pause, stop do whatever that suits me and my body and my needs whereas if I'm in a class I do feel a bit more pressured to like keep going and push through so that's the other thing that kind of actually suits me doing it more at home so two workouts a week walking around that that's going to be my movement that's habit number one the second habit is skincare okay now I love doing my skincare routine but I do get a little bit um Mm, lax with it it's kind of one of those things like I always take my makeup off every single night but if I'm having a day where I don't wear makeup I don't do anything with my face um if sometimes if I'm really tired I'll take my makeup off but just, that's it like I literally just take the makeup off and then do nothing else um so I feel like there are things I could get better in I also already have the skincare routine I just want to like make it a little bit better to suit my skin so I went through my all my drawers recently, all my makeup skincare drawers, and I picked out all of the skincare stuff that I already had. Um, you know, I haven't bought anything new. Um, already had all of these, like I had the exfoliator scrub, I had like a toner spray, I had like a overnight um, mask, I've got various like face masks, I've got my moisturizer, my serum, all of the things. Haven't bought anything new, but I've fished them all out and I've worked out when I'm gonna use them and what I'm gonna use them for and I've got them out on our bathroom shelf so I'll actually use them. So I've decided what I'm gonna use in the morning, what I'm gonna use like before makeup, what I'm gonna use after makeup, um, like in the evening and I'm committed to actually doing those. And even on days where I'm not doing anything, just I'm not using any product on my face particularly, but I just have, my mum's made these like homemade bamboo makeup pads, which are perfect for like removing makeup. But because it's bamboo, it's antibacterial. So I just literally damp one of those on a day where I'm not making my own makeup and just quickly wash my face with that, just with water and the pad and then put some like moisturizer on afterwards. So that's something that I'm just really committing to. And since I've started doing that over, literally over the last couple of weeks, I haven't had any breakouts, any spots, anything like that. And I was, let's let's just, just for full transparency, I'm not someone who often gets spots and things anyway. I might get the odd one here and there. Um, usually around my period, I haven't had any over the past, I would say three or four weeks, um, touch wood. <laughs> so that's something that I'm committing to. I really pride myself on my skin and um, it is something that I value in my life and yeah, so it's something that I'm committing to. Okay, habit number three is weekly and daily planning. Now, 
again, this is one of the things that, weirdly enough, I don't know if anybody can relate, but when life gets busy, this is one of the first things that goes out of the window because it's like I haven't got time to even plan what I'm doing, even though I'm doing so much. And it's a bit of a catch-22 because if I actually made time to plan, then I wouldn't feel quite so overwhelmed and busy. But then because I'm so overwhelmed and busy, I'm not taking the time out to plan. So... I've planned like nearly every single week and there's the odd week that I've um, missed so I always sit down at the beginning of the week or the end of the week to plan the following week but then it's throughout the week that I'm not really using that plan. Um, so that's something that I'm recommitting to. So on a Sunday I'm sitting down um, and I'm planning out, not necessarily like day to day but I'm kind of mapping out all of the things that I've got going on that week, you know, calls, when I'm working, if there's deliveries being made, if there's like a full moon or a new moon, um, if I've got any appointments or meetings, I'll put all of them in the diary and then I'll work out where my like empty spots are and I'll kind of carve that out to rest. So like this last week, I had Thursday where I had like a call in the morning, call in the evening. So I knew that was gonna be like a work day, but I'd rest in the afternoon. Friday, I had no calls. So I knew that was gonna be kind of like a full day off for me. Um, and so carving out when I've got things on and then looking and seeing where the blank spots are, seeing where I can fit in some rest. And that really helps me. And then that's like a commitment that I can make to myself to keep that time available to rest. And the other thing that I like to do with this habit is create a weekly to-do list of things that I would like. And it's not a, I need to do, this is like a get to do, or I would like to do these things. So it could be like chores in the house, like washing the dishwasher or like doing the ironing or whatever. It could be things like I want to work out, I want to um, order some clothes, or I want to cook this particular meal. It, it doesn't have to be like chores. It just anything that you would like to do or you get to do that week um, and I do kind of a weekly plan and then split that up over the day so like each day I'll work out which ones I'm going to do and that helps me balance that sort of masculine structure with that these are the things that I'm going to be focusing on this week with the feminine flow and flexibility where I'm like okay well, I don't know if I want to do that that day so I'm going to just put it in for the weekly plan and then each day I can decide and it's almost like a pick and mix I'm like okay I'll do this this and this and that kind of works the same in my business it works the same in like the household the planner I have is a I think it's a plum paper planner and it's really good I highly recommend it's got so for each day it's got six like boxes under each day so I have like six different categories so I have like a, a category for today so that's like important things like oh I've got a gusto arriving or it's a full moon or I've like I'm seeing this person or whatever then I've got a business category so obviously for business to do is I've got a home category um then a general to do category so that's typically like oh I need to um order like a dress or I need to do a workout or whatever that might be and then I have like a times category which is when I'm like oh I've got an appointment at nine o'clock I've got a meeting at ten that kind of thing and then at the bottom I've got a habits tracker kind of category which to be honest is neglected I don't really use that because I might do the habits I just forget to write them in but um that's how my planner system works it works really well perhaps I'll do um another episode talking through more specifically my planning system in terms of daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, 
So if that is something you would be interested in hearing, do DM me at Amy Swans on Instagram and let me know and I can record that as a separate episode. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to just take a breather. <laughs> I feel like I got really fast and excited then. So habit number four is reading. So if you've been watching my Instagram stories recently, you'll have seen that we've got some new garden furniture and on the really sunny days, I've been sitting out in the afternoon with a nice cold drink and my book, reading my book, and it has been glorious. I have really enjoyed it. Um, again, I go through ups and downs of the reading. I'll have weeks where I literally, you'll just always find me with a book nearby, <laughs> in my handbag, on my bedside table, in the kitchen, like wherever I am, there'll be a book. And then other times, like, I couldn't even tell you what I'm reading because I've just not picked up a book for ages. And at the moment I've got three books on the go. Tell me, you're a Manny Jen in human design without telling me you're a Manny Jen. Like, you've got three books on the go. I've got a Kindle book, I've got a self-development book which is on my desk, and I've got a paperback fiction book which is downstairs when I'm like sitting in the garden, I can read that. Don't even ask. Um, I never ever used to be this person. I used to be like one book at a time, but then since discovering human design and embracing my Manny Jen self, I'm like, you know what, this works for me. I can have my Kindle by my bed because that's where I like to read a Kindle. Got my paper book paperback downstairs because that's where I like to read a paperback. <laughs> and then I've got my self-development on my desk. It works for me, that's all that matters. So reading is something that I really want to cultivate more this summer. So I'm trying to make more time to read um, in the morning and in the evening and in the afternoon. Just, you know, instead of scrolling for half an hour, if I've got a spare half an hour, actually spending that time reading instead. I think it's just so much more nourishing and satisfying and fulfilling than sitting and scrolling Instagram randomly with no intention. I feel like if I can dive into a book, it just lifts my spirits just that little bit more. So yeah, that's my fourth habit that I'm cultivating. Um, number five is cooking more nourishing food. Oh, my husband and I really need to get better at this one. We find it far too easy to either just like, oh, we'll just have cereal or toast or like my go-to is like pita bread and hummus. If I can't think of anything to cook, we'll just go, I'll have pita bread and hummus. He'll have like five bowls of cereal that's an exaggeration not really um so we really want to make an effort to cook more nourishing food either together or separately we do use gusto for this like and the stupid thing is is i actually love to cook like i angus jokes that he married me because of my cooking yeah I actually don't feel like I do it very often. So, <laughs> jokes on him. Um, so we get gusto now and again. It's kind of like we dip in and out of it. So we get it maybe once or twice a month. Um, and that's when we've got a really busy week and we don't know what we need to like buy from the shops or like we haven't got time or whatever it is. And we'll get a gusto and one of us will cook that. Um, but I'm really wanting over the summer especially do more salads, more like pastas, more like just healthy, refreshing, nourishing meals that are quick and are easy, um, but also for lunches as well. Like I got into a habit of literally just having a cheese sandwich and a packet of crisps and a Kit Kat for my lunch because it was just like easy to grab or I would get something when I was at work, um, which one, cost money and two, isn't particularly healthy although it might be delicious. Um, so I'm really wanting to kind of get into a bit more of a habit of planning and that and prepping that at the beginning of the week. So 
like I, if I'm working two and a half days a week, the half day I don't need to think about lunch, I'll have that at home. So it's only two days a week I need to think about lunch for work. And if I can cook um, a pasta that I can have over those two days or like make a salad or something, that's just easy, shove it in some Tupperware, take it out the fridge in the morning. It's, it's super easy. I feel like there's no excuse. I just need to get more organized. Um, and then obviously the evening meals, just taking that time to actually try different things or using stuff that we've already got in the fridge. I think quite often we look in the fridge and the cupboard and like, oh, we've got nothing in. And that's just like utter bullshit. Like we've, there's always something that we could make, even if it's like beans on toast. Like there's always something we can do. And I think it's just like using that creative side of me and thinking outside the box and, you know, like the ready, steady cook. TV show that used to be on and they'd have like half an hour or so and they'd have a set number of ingredients and they would just like whip it up. That's the kind of vibe I'm going for, like quick, easy, making use of the stuff that we've already got to avoid having to keep buying more because I feel like we do that a lot. So that's the other habit I'm trying to cultivate. Not trying, I am cultivating, <laughs> catching myself. Um, okay, and finally, the last one is journaling and meditation. Now, this is something that I am consistent, fairly consistent with. Um, meditation, less so. I do dip in and out of this a little bit, but it is something that I'm wanting to prioritise, especially when I've got a lot of social things going on. I think having that time to just come back to myself and um, have that kind of quiet time, that silence, or even just music, or even if it was a guided meditation, just have that time with myself is really important when we're seeing a lot of people and, and going to all the places and, and all of the things. So that meditation is becoming a bit more of an importance to me in those busier seasons. And then the journaling, I feel like I got to a point where it kind of wasn't really doing anything for me and I'm coming out of that now and I want to be more intentional with it you know I got to the point of kind of I was enjoying it and it and it wasn't that I was using it unintentionally like I, there was still the intention but I kind of wasn't like diving as deeply into it as I perhaps once was and so that's kind of something that I'm wanting to cultivate again because I find some of my deepest wisdom comes from journaling and my most potent like Instagram captions my most um like expansive mindset shifts and you know release work comes from really deep journaling sessions and I feel like that's something that I'm kind of missing at the moment um and to be honest I think it's because I'm not creating the space and the time to really dive into it it's something that I'm like doing to tick off a box, to tick off a list that's, can I speak? I'm doing it to tick it off the list rather than to like really hold that space for expansion and growth. So that's something that I'm wanting to cultivate this summer just because similar to the meditation when things are busy and you're seeing all the people I think coming back to that and that helps me stay grounded and it helps me stay supported. Um, so they're two things. It's kind of like a two and one because I do them together. Same with like oracle card pulls. Like I haven't pulled an oracle card in weeks. Um, so kind of coming back to those spiritual practices that I've maybe neglected a little bit. That's kind of the overall habit, those spiritual practices that I've maybe neglected a little bit, haven't created that space and that time for, but I know really support me in terms of like my goals um, and, and stepping into my higher self. Um, you know, it's a higher self habit, so of course. 
So yeah, they're my six higher self habits that I am cultivating this summer. Um, and it was a, a bit of a fun episode to listen to and I hope as you've been listening and as I've been chatting through what I'm doing, you've maybe kind of been brought, maybe some awareness has been brought to things that you could um, commit to or devote yourself to more. You know, as some of these, like the planning, the skincare, the reading, I already do these things, but I'm just wanting to do them to a higher standard, like do them with a bit more intention, do them a bit more consciously, do them with a bit more love um, behind them rather than just to tick off the list. Um, and perhaps you will resonate with some of these as well. Maybe you've, you've got some ideas of like, you know what, I've neglected my skincare routine recently. This is an opportunity for me to kind of dive into that. And as I say, I haven't spent any money on any of these. And I, that's really important to me because I think sometimes I, I listen to these kind of episodes, like watch these kind of things and YouTube and it's like, oh, and so I bought this new thing to help me with this. And I bought this new thing and I paid for this subscription. And that was, I probably should have said this at the beginning, this is not about spending more money to be able to do more in your life. This is about coming back to you and thinking about what really supports you in your life and how can you can how can how you commit and devote yourself to that even more. So, you know, the movement, I've just found a free YouTube workout that I'm gonna commit to for the next few weeks. If it goes well, then I might look at the subscription, but equally, there's so many YouTube workouts, I might just vary the YouTube workouts. The skincare routine, I dove into the drawers and looked at the skincare that I already had and then started including them in my routine. The weekly and daily planning, I already have the planner, I'm just be creating more intention around it and creating a bit more of a structure around how I'm going to use that planner. With the reading, okay, I mean, I have bought a few Kindle books, I won't lie, but again, you don't have to, like, I'm sure anybody who wants to start a reading habit has probably got a hundred books <laughs> sitting in their house or on their Kindle that they don't need to spend more money on. Um, cooking nourishing food. For me, this is actually about buying less and using more of what we've already got in the cupboards, you know, clearing out your cupboards and thinking, oh my god, I forgot that we had those three tins of Heinz tomato soup, let's do something with that, you know? Just cooking that nourishing food, but using stuff that you've already got and being creative with the things that you've already got. And then the soulful, spiritual habits, like the journaling, meditation, things like that. Again, I'm just using stuff that I've already got. So no money is spent, which is the best thing about this. This is how I'm really stepping, and there's nothing wrong with spending money, like don't get me wrong, if you feel really expanded and supported by spending money on like a new moisturizer or a new um, planner or whatever it might be, like go for it. But I also just wanna say, if that's the thing that maybe is holding you back, don't let it be because I'm doing all of these habits without spending any extra money. Um. So this is just things that really lift me up, really support me and something that I feel like I can really commit to without spending more time, spending more money, um, spending more energy. They're just things that I'm gonna be like little tweaks here and there. So if any of this did resonate or if you've been given, you've got a bit of inspiration as to how, what habits you wanna to commit to over the summer, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at amysorns and let's have a chat and we can support each other and keep each other accountable and that'll be really, really fun. And maybe at the end of the summer, I will do a reflective podcast episode of like how I've gone with my habits and maybe I'll do like this every quarter like habits I'm going to cultivate over autumn or over winter or whatever it might be we'll see 
Um, but yes, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, lovely. I hope it was everything you needed today and if it was, I would love to know. You can connect with me on Instagram at amysorns or check out the links in the show notes to see how we can work together going forwards. I love and appreciate you so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.